Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. You can turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 3 this morning. Luke chapter 3. And a message entitled, Paving the Way. Verse 15, he says, Now the people were... In expectation, and all reason in their hearts about John, whether he was the Christ or not. And John answered, saying to all, Indeed, I baptize you with water, but one mightier than I is coming, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to loose. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand. He will thoroughly cleanse out his threshing floor and gather the wheat into his barn, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire and with many other exhortations he preached to the people. In other words, turn or burn, right? That's exactly what he's saying here. So they question, was John the Messiah? And John immediately says, I'm not the Messiah. In fact, there is one here, the Messiah. He was really here I'm not even worthy to be his slave. That's what it means when he says, I'm not worthy to take the sandal from his shoe. The lowest servant within the house, the lowest slave within the house, the lowest ranking slave would take people's shoes off and wash their feet. John says, I'm not worthy to be his lowest slave. I wouldn't even be worthy to touch his sandals, to unloose his sandals. And and that's a big thing to say. Remember Jesus, the Lord of all the universe, would humble himself to take the sandals off his disciples' feet and to wash them. John says, I'm not worthy to do that to Jesus even. You know, I'm just, I'm just a servant. I think that John has the right attitude. That he must decrease, that we must decrease, he must increase. That's how we have to think about ourselves. I think most of our life is kind of thinking about how can I exalt myself? How can I promote myself? How can I do better? How can I get out there? How can I have a lot of followers on my social media platform? How can I grow my influence? John wasn't about growing his influence. God took care of that, wasn't it? Didn't he? He didn't didn't run through the streets of Jerusalem proclaiming with a sandwich sign on. No, he wore camel hair leather belt. And he stood out in the wilderness and just preached to a few people. And then more people came. Then he preached to them. More people came and more people came. Until there was a ton of people that came. You know, I, I think sometimes we, we, we get caught up in this promotional idea when it comes to church, and we think that's how churches get grown. We promote, we advertise, we do all these things that we're supposed to do to grow a church. Big billboards and whatever. It reminds me of my friend Greg Opine. Greg, at one point in his life, he kind of got burned out on ministry, and yet this other pastor says, hey, I want to send you to Hungary. I want you just to go there and see what God's doing. And he was so burned out, he didn't even know if he was a Christian. He was just kind of fizzling out, you know. And he's like, okay. Six months of support had been raised already. He's like, okay, fine. Free vacation. So he went to Hungary with another guy who was in the same place, same dark place he was in. 
They had Spurgeon's All of Grace and they had their Bibles and they decided on the plane there, you know, that they were going to read All of Grace and they were going to learn about the grace of God and they were going to read their Bibles. But other than that, they didn't know what they were going to do. And so he says, we just slept for two weeks, start out of the gate. They just slept for two weeks straight. Didn't even get out of bed. They were so burnt out, they just didn't even get out of bed. And then he says, we started to get up and we sat in our underwear on the couch and we started to read the Bible and All of Grace. And, and they would go to the store, to the market to get some food, and they'd go back to their apartment. They'd just hang out in their apartment the whole time. Well, then comes a knock at the door. And they open the door, and there's all these kids. Like, what are you guys doing here? Oh, we're just here to, to see what God's doing. He's, they said, are you priests? He said, no, no, we like girls. We're just, we're just here to, to see what God's doing. And, and he said, literally, these these, pre, these kids drag, drug the gospel out of them. Like, they, they weren't even giving it up easily. They drug it out of them. And, and then a couple of the kids got saved, and then the other kids started making fun of them for getting saved. But then the next day, 14 kids were at their door. And within a few years, they planted a church, and within a few more years, they planted 25 churches there in Hungary. And literally all they did was sit in their underwear. I think sometimes we don't realize that the way the Lord works, you know, the Lord's working. And sometimes we just feel like it's all up to us, but really at the end of the day, it's what God wants to do. And God can take broken and burnt out people and use them for his glory. But it really comes down to this, Lord, what do you want us to do? You know, as a church, we've never really been big on advertising. Now you notice that we have a, a monthly advertisement in the gym, whatever that is, that uh, Gazette, the Jim Gazette or whatever that is. And, and that's kind of an interesting story because I was thinking about it. Well, we're going to mail out some mailers for Easter, you know, and just kind of felt like the Lord leading us to do that. And I thought, well, maybe instead of doing that and buying all those cards, we could just get the whole front page of that Gazette thing, you know? And so I called him. He's like, oh, no, it's all tied up. I'm like, oh, you can't just buy it? You know, no, no, it's tied up. People who have it, keep it. And I was like, okay. And I was like, well, is there ever space on the front page? Nope. People keep it for years. I said, okay, well, if there is, is ever a space on the front page, if it opens up, then will you call me? Yeah, sure, if, if I remember by then. It's like, okay, next day. Hey, weirdly, <laughs> a, front, a, page, a space on the front page opened up. It was the Lord. You know, the Lord opened up that spot, and so we've kept it for years, and it's, it served us perfectly as we got the school and stuff, and we're able to, you know, and then, and then another, he calls me, hey, we got another place open. You know, I was like, oh. You know, and, and so is it, is it just we're just going to do it because that's what you do or we do it because the Lord's opening doors? There's nothing wrong with advertising, but it's really, what, God, what do you want me to do? It's not about doing what we think is best. And John certainly was not the guy who was promoting himself. He was humbling himself. John told them, I baptize you with water, but the Messiah, he's going to baptize you in the Holy Spirit and fire. Of course, the first part of that happened on the day of Pentecost. Remember, they're all in the upper room on the day of Pentecost, Acts chapter 2, and the Holy Spirit came upon them all. They began speaking in tongues. They went out into the, into the city and preached. But this is what Jesus said to them before that. In Acts chapter 1, verse 4 and 5, he says, it says, and being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. 
So Jesus would. He would they would be baptized 10 days later on the day of Pentecost. They'd be baptized in the Holy Spirit. But there's also going to be a judgment for everyone who does not repent. We, we tend to correlate the Holy Spirit and fire with the cloven tongues of fire. I, I think that's a mistake. Because that was the only time that they saw anything like that. This fire speaks about the fire of judgment. And Jesus is going to collect the wheat... And we, we're going to see this first at the, at, the, at the rapture of the church. He's going to collect his people. And then he's going to have a second harvest at the end of the tribulation where he reaps the earth. And everyone, the whole earth is reaped. And everyone is brought to the valley of Jehoshaphat. And Jesus is going to sit on his throne of glory. And he's going to divide the nations. He's going to separate the wheat from the chaff. Or the sheep and the goats. And the chaff, the goats, are going to be thrown into unquenchable fire prepared for the devil and his angels. And so John is warning them, it's not just that he's going to baptize in the spirit, but he's also going to come and he's going to bathe the earth in fire and people are going to suffer and be tormented because of their unbelief. And so which do you want to be baptized in? That's the question, isn't it? Turn or burn? I should have named this message turn or burn. Verse 19, it says, But Herod the Tetrarch, the ruler of a fourth, being rebuked by him concerning Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, and for the evils which Herod had done, also added this above all, that he shut John up in prison. So Herod Antipas, the brother of Philip, both, both sons of King Herod. King Herod used to be ruler of that entire region. He was an evil man. Of course, he killed a lot of he killed his favorite wife. He killed a lot of people. He's really wicked. Killed the innocents of Bethlehem. Remember that he was he was a vassal king within the Roman Empire. He he was basically the king of this region, kind of like a governor, but more because it was such a large area considered a king. But then when he died, four of his sons took over four different quadrants, tetrarch of his kingdom, and so they were no longer called kings. They were called tetrarchs, but they were kind of governing those regions and so here Herod's in charge of the region of Galilee and he visits with Herodias his brother's wife and she decides she likes him and he decides he likes her so she divorces her brother Philip or her well actually yeah her brother no she divorces Philip her husband and marries Herod the problem is is this is not only adultery but it's also incest because she was his sister's daughter because Philip was his half-brother, and then he had Bernice, who was his sister, and this was Bernice's daughter. And so this is a really weird thing. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.